0: Hello and welcome to The Print Pod, our daily podcast. I am Ratan Priya and today's opinion is on Georgia Meloni's view on Islam in Europe, written by Amana Begum, columnist, writer and TV news panelist. An old video of Italian Prime Minister Georgia Meloni recently resurfaced on social media, reigniting the compatibility debate surrounding Islamic culture and European values. Meloni's Five-year-old assertion that the two aren't compatible aligns with views expressed in a forward written for the first report on Europe's Islamization, presented in 2019 by Fair Futuro Foundation think tank. Melanie expressed concerns about the potential realisation of French novelist Michael Hollerbeck's prophecy of a future France devoid of Christian meaning, electing a Muslim leader who transformed the nation into a French Islamic theocracy. Given its prime minister's view, it's hardly surprising that Italy hasn't granted legal recognition to Islam and prohibits Muslims from constructing new mosques. The country has signed recognition agreements with 13 religious communities, including Hindus and Jews, but doesn't legally recognize Muslims in the country. When we encounter such controversial statements from leaders, holding responsible offices, endorsing policies that discriminate against Muslims or impose restrictions on Islam, mere cries of Islamophobia are not enough. The apprehension toward Islam and Muslims has a nuanced history and finding a solution is difficult without a sincere acknowledgement of the roots of this story. While we advocate for the recognition of Muslims leading peaceful lives, we must also confront the reality that a section of Muslims adhere to political Islam, posing a genuine threat to democratic values due to their rejection of equality and liberty. It's essential to recognize that the traditional interpretation of Islam envisions a society where Muslims are the ruling class and non-Muslims are, at best, tolerated without equal rights. Additionally, this vision includes a state enforcing Islamic values including prohibition of blasphemy and policing societal morality, aspects that challenge the essence of European democratic order. The late Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi had said in 2006, We have 50 million Muslims in Europe. There are signs that Allah will grant Islam victory in Europe without swords, without guns, without conquest. We'll turn it into a Muslim continent within a few decades. When leaders from the Muslim world make such declarations, they inadvertently frame Muslims and Islam as threats that seek dominance over Europe disregarding avenues for peaceful coexistence with the diverse communities in the region. The series of attacks on European soil under the pretext of herd sentiments and jihad has forced us to recognize radicalism within the Muslim community as a threat. Beyond these incidents, certain individuals within the Muslim community demand the removal of LGBTQ rights or blasphemous chapters from school curricula, citing moral objections. This not only raises concerns about accommodating diverse perspectives, but also reflects attempts by Islamists to suppress free speech through violence and threats. This poses a significant challenge as it grants undue authority to extremists in shaping the interpretation of Islam and defining the identity of Muslims. Every Muslim must have the right to define their identity without coercion from such radical elements. The significant challenge lies in the unfamiliarity and lack of expertise in Europe regarding Islam and political Islam and its cultures. State leaders like Meloni either make broad statements or avoid addressing the issue out of fear of being labelled Islamophobic. It's crucial to raise awareness that the Muslim community is not homogeneous. Even within Islamism there are diverse perspectives. Islamist groups like ISIS and Al-Qaeda resort to violence while others like Salafists share political goals but refrain from violent acts. Then there are unorganized individuals who use democracy and the rule of law to advance political Islam. Recognizing that ordinary Muslims view Islam as a personal faith, recognizing that ordinary Muslims view Islam as a personal faith and not a comprehensive societal solution is essential for understanding and addressing the complexities within the community. It is disheartening that Meloni and other world leaders often fail to acknowledge the numerous Muslims in Europe who have wholeheartedly embraced liberal and progressive values, actively combating radicalism. One compelling example is the UK Member of Parliament, Sajid Javid. In 2019, while serving as Home Secretary, Javid demonstrated his staunch anti-Islamist stance by blocking the return of Shamima Begum, a British-born woman who had joined the Islamic State in Syria and married a Dutch-born fighter. Not only did Javid prevent her re-entry, but he also revoked her citizenship, acting on intelligence reports identifying her as a security threat. Javid stood firm in his conviction despite facing backlash from the left and the Islamist community. In 2015, as the business secretary, Javid labeled Islamism as an ideology fundamentally at odds with the values of Western liberal democracy, one that has inspired numerous attacks against innocent people. While there are Muslim leaders like Javid, it's also understandable that without consistent support, trust issues are likely to persist. I explored Muslim-majority countries in Europe to understand whether Islamic culture can coexist with European values. Albania, a country in the Balkans, caught my attention. Some might argue that Albania faces more economic challenges compared to other European nations but its government, laws and society appear to align well with democratic values. The country embraces a multi-party system with legal protection against discrimination toward the LGBTQ community even though it doesn't currently recognize same-sex marriages. Albania upholds freedom of speech and doesn't have stringent laws against blasphemy. Interreligious marriages are commonplace and the nation has a historical record of providing sanctuary to Jewish people during times of prosecution in Europe. There is an argument suggesting that Albania's progressive liberal democratic nature stems from its communist roots. While this may hold, the current reality is that Albania is governed by the Democratic Party highlighting that a Muslim-majority country can embody both shared and distinct values in harmony with European ideals. The dynamic interplay between history, governance and cultural influences showcases the nuanced nature of the country's alignment with democratic principles. In addressing challenges within the Muslim community, let's remember, there isn't a singular version of Islam. Acknowledging diverse interpretations is key to seeing Muslims beyond a homogeneous block. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to catch our flagship podcast, Cut the Clutter, every weekday with our founder and editor in chief, Shekhar Gupta. I am Ratan Priya in Delhi. Follow the print for more such analysis.